My Mug episode 363 on Monday the 26th of October 2015. I'm your host Stephen Layton. Welcome to a very quick In My Mug. And the reason it's a quick In My Mug is that last week was so long that you've chewed up my bandwidth so I'm going to keep it short. So no news, no focus on straight into the coffee. So this week's coffee, um, I've been searching for a long time to find a great Colossi that I've wanted to stock. Two and a half years, I searched and searched, and this uh, cooperative stroke washing station landed on my desk last year. Loved it, uh, absolutely loved it. Um, and we had the double A and the A come along. This year, we've got the Peabree from there. I'm so excited to share this with you. Like, sharing Indonesian on in my mug is super unusual, but I think you're gonna like this one. I really have, I'm looking forward to the comments on it. So, Sulwazi, Salibs as it used to be called, was influenced and controlled by the Netherlands from I think it was 1605 up until about the Second World War. Um, and the Dutch spent a lot of money uh, investing in uh, infrastructure, um, but also a lot of time investing in coffee. Uh, there was a company called the Dutch East Indian Company um, that was in control of all of the coffee production. Uh, during uh, 1718, 1900s, um, and it was them that introduced Arabica to Sulwazi in 1750. A little bit of a history lesson going on here, don't you think? I've memorised all of this stuff. Um, Indonesian coffee has traditionally been processed uh, by basically by a thing called glingbash, which is uh, a wet hold method. Um, Sumatran coffee is very unique. It's very different. It has a very unique set of uh, climate and weather things. And traditionally, um, they wouldn't use washed. They'd use a lot more natural. Um, washed has started to be introduced. And this has been introduced by the Torco, who owns uh, the Pedamaran. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that terribly wrong. Plantation, which goes from 900 metres to 1250 metres. So not super high altitude. Um, and, and they buy wet parchment, um, uh, so basically pulped, kind of semi-dried uh, from producers around about 1,200 to 1,800 metres above sea level, which is actually getting better. We're really kind of climbing up the mountain here. Um, and they dry it all on their patios at their mill. This is unusual. Like, this is not the usual way things are done in Colossi. Um, and I think it shows in the cup. Um, they're very careful about the process, and so making sure that it's dried correctly so over a period of time instead of just uh, you know buying any old cherry or having naturals um, all of those kind of things um, this lot that we have comes from the small producers at the very highest altitude so they're actually selecting who comes in through the door and going you're a lot we want for this one you're a lot we want for more commercial coffee and this is because the importers have given them some very specific instructions for what they want um, this comes from a varietal called Tanatorsia, which is S795 variety, I think it's called, which is a typical hybrid, basically. Um, and it just shows that like, when you pay attention to the varietal and you pay attention to the, um, the drying process and, and, and the actual processing of the coffee, how much beautiful coffee you can get out of it. Um, yeah, Indonesia is kind of well known for having lots of Robusta, lots of Catimores, but we're really looking at this Tana Torsia to keep the quality high. Uh, and I think we're going to see that in the cup. Uh, so should we, we should go through some figures. Uh, the country is Indonesia, the region is Sulawesi, uh, the nearest town is Pango, um, the altitude is 1200 to 1850 metres above sea level. Um, 
It is uh, the crop is picked between September and March, and they have a fly crop in July. Kind of like Colombia, they have two crops where they uh, have coffee coming in. Um, it's all hand picked. It is a fully washed, sun dried on special kind of open air concrete patios, um, and it is a typical Peabree kind of. We're going to call it a typical Peabree for the sake of calling it a typical Peabree uh, because that makes more sense as a varietal. Okay, I'm not looking forward to this part. Let's go do the map bit. I'm really not looking forward to this one. This is going to be as vague as it's ever, ever got on a map bit. But it's great because we're going all the way across to Indonesia. And we haven't been to Indonesia on a map bit forever. Forever and ever. So this is pretty cool that we're going to uh, go there. And we're going to go down to somewhere which is not actually called Sulawesi. Uh, it used to be called Colossi. Uh, it's now called Sulawesi. But Colossi is a uh, the old term. I think that's when some colonial people took over it. And But Indonesia sits on both sides of the equator. Isn't that fun? Um, it's also a super big coffee producer and not so many people know about it. And... Um, now this is where it gets a little bit vague because we're coming down and look at this lovely country. It's not there. We definitely don't. The coffee's definitely not grown there. Um, it could be grown to the right or the left or it could be grown over there. Um, who knows? This is the map bit that's incredibly vague, but we're showing you a lovely view of Indonesia, don't you think? Um, it, I do know that it's actually grown quite close to that lake there. So that's definitely one place that it could be from. The lowest point is uh, the Indian Ocean, um, and the highest point, 4,884 metres. That is so, so high. But there we have a great view of the whole of the Indonesian islands. There's lots of individual islands. Sorry for a vague map bit. Vaguest, vaguest map bit we've ever, ever done. I think you'll agree. Um, yeah. It's around that area somewhere. It's a big island. It's somewhere around the island. Um, but we are doing a quick one today, but we still have time for Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. The distance from Colossi to Jakarta, the capital, is 905 miles. Very factual glue. I'm glad it was a short one too. Well done you. I'm gonna whack you on pause, gonna get tasting delicious drinks, be back with you in just a second. So we're back. This is brave. So I think Indonesia in general gets a, a really tough time from the specialty coffee community. People judge it before they even drink it. And as I said to you at the very start, we spent two and a half years trying to find a replacement for a great Colossi we found. I think this is probably the best one we've ever had. I really do. The smell is phenomenal. So, it has milk chocolate. It's creamy. It's a massive mouthfeel. But the body. One thing you can't take away from the Indonesian is how much body it has. This is a big, bold coffee. It's a great espresso. It's a really good espresso. And I do have a soft spot for peas. I must admit, I do have a soft spot for them. 
So into the milk. Now, this is where I'm really excited. A great coffee flavour coming through. I mean, it's just such a great coffee flavour. Powers through. Now, I know coffee should taste of coffee, but this is a real coffee coffee for me. Um, the milk chocolate has changed a little bit into a dark chocolate. But one thing that hasn't changed is a super huge body in there as well. Just managed to pour that everywhere. I'm doing good today. So into the brewed coffee. It's so clean. It is so clean. It's creamy. It's milk chocolate, but with a big body. It's still there. It's still huge. The acidity is gentle. It's there, but it sits underneath. Just is a great coffee. If you give this to somebody blind on a table, a great, let's think, Pulp Natural Brazils. This one, this one, jump out and punch you in your face like an Indonesian that's dirty and kind of leathery and you know, yeah, not good. This is amazing. I really want to hear your feedback on this one. Do you want more coffees like this? Do you like this coffee? If you like it. Let me know. If you don't like it, let me know. Um, I know it's an acquired taste. I know it's something that's very personal. But I think this is the best Indonesian we've ever had. And what we try and do is buy the best from Origin. So the very best coffee from Origin. This really has its place. I'm actually going to go back and have some more milk. I never go back for a second swig of milk. Right. I'm done. I've got to keep it short. Thank you very much for joining me, as always. And do remember, life is definitely too short for bad coffee and this is delicious!